Yuma Perikhes Mishnah Gimel 8.3 Our Mishnah wants to answer the question, how many separate chataos, sin offerings, must one bring if he violates Yom Kippur? Now you recall that for any Avera transgression in the Torah, for which the punishment is kares, divine excision, so if a person does the transgression but he does it bishogeg, inadvertently, that is to say he doesn't realize that what he's doing is forbidden, so, instead of getting karas, his obligation is to bring a chatas offering, a sin offering. Now, if you recall from the seventh parak of Masechus Shabbos, one has to bring a chatas offering for each lapse that he does, as opposed to each act that he does. That is to say, if a person ate a kosevis, a date's amount of food on Yom Kippur, so he is liable if he did it on purpose, or if he knew, he knew better, there's karas. If he did it bishogeg, he didn't realize today was Yom Kippur, he didn't realize that what he's doing was forbidden to eat on Yom Kippur, he forgot, he didn't realize the shirim, etc., so then he'll be liable instead for one chatas. What happens if he eats two kosevis quantities, or three, or four, or five? Must he bring two, three, four, five separate chatos? So the answer is, that depends on whether he did it in a single lapse of awareness, called the He'elam, or on multiple lapses. So that is to say, if he forgot that he was Yom Kippur, he woke up and he had 10 date volumes of food. Since there's only one lapse in awareness, and therefore one crime, he brings simply one chatas. But if 10 times throughout the day he was reminded that he was Yom Kippur, and then he forgot again, he slipped his mind and ate another, and then another, another, 10 times, he'll bring 10 Chataos, ten chatos offerings. So that's the gist of our Mishnah, and it says inside, Achal v'shasa behelem echad. What happens if he ate and drank at the same time? So now the question is, does eating and drinking constitute two separate averas, for which one to bring two separate chataos, or is eating and drinking really the same avera, and therefore one to bring one chatas, assuming that the eating and drinking both happened in a single helam, a single lapse of awareness? So the Mishnah says, echas. A person must only bring one chatas in such a situation, even though he ate and he drank, regardless of actually the quantities of how much he ate and drank, presuming that he ate at least the minimum quantity of each. The reason why is because, although eating and drinking are two separate acts, of course, they stem from the same prohibition in the Torah of to afflict oneself. One afflicts himself both by refraining from eating and from drink. So since one ate and drank, he twice contravened the very same pasuk, the very same prohibition from the Torah. Therefore, if it's in a single lapse, he only brings one chatas for both acts. In contrast, achal v'asa if in Yom Kippur he both, he forgot it was Yom Kippur today, and he both ate, and he did a malacha, so he did one of the third malachas that are forbidden on Shabbos and similarly Yom Kippur. So then, Chayev Shtei Chatos, he'll have to bring two separate sin offerings because he's contravened two separate Isurim prohibitions from the Torah. There's a separate verse, a pasuk that prohibits malacha on Shabbos. That's Vayikra Chav Gimel, Pasuk Lamed, I should say. V'chol ha-nefesh ta'ase kol malacha be'etzameh Any person who performs any malacha on the day of Yom Kippur, that soul will be lost from its people. That's the prohibition. Since it's a separate verse with a separate prohibition, it's a different one of the 613. So if one both eats and does malacha, 
he's contravened two psukim and has to bring two separate chatos, chatos offerings, even if it was only in a single lapse of forgetting today was Yom Kippur. The mission continues really a new paragraph, a new thought here. If a person ate food, which in fact is not really appropriate to be eaten. So in other words, he eats, he eats grass. He's, he eats grass, for example. So that's not food. Or he drinks liquid that isn't appropriate for drinking. He just drinks some, uh, I don't know what, some, uh, I don't know, laundry detergent, not necessarily poisonous, but something that's not for drinking. So then, in those cases, um, he'll be exempt. But more than that, even Vishasa Tsir Umurias, even if a person drank Tsir, Tsir is like fish brine. Think of the liquid that's left over inside the anchovy container when you leave the anchovies. And Murias is like the fat that are inside of these small fishes you can squeeze out. So those, the brine and the Murias, they were used like condiments. Think of like mayonnaise. So mayonnaise is also, although of course people do eat mayonnaise, um, as an ancillary food to you know whatever they're you know they're dipping it into whatever it is, but no one drinks a cup of mayonnaise. So the point of the Mishnah here is even if he drank something which is considered a food, but only a food as like say a condiment, if he drank it straight, like he drank a mayonnaise or drank ketchup straight and so on, so he'll still be putter, he'll still be exempt because that's not considered to be um, a violation of the pasuk. Now the the rationale here, the the lumdus is not that. It's not considered a maisa achila. It's not considered not eating or not drinking if you drink ketchup or mayonnaise. To the contrary, if this you know ketchup or mayonnaise were made out of whatever lard, fat or something, one would be liable for eating treif and get malchus, lashes, etc. Um, the point here isn't that it doesn't constitute eating. It's that since the prohibition is to um, one must afflict himself and can't relieve that self-affliction, so. The idea is that drinking mayonnaise doesn't make you any less thirsty. And that being the case, you remain in a state of inui, you remain so afflicted, and therefore you haven't contravened the prohibition. So that's the idea here. Now, patur, it says patur, which means like he's exempt. So the usual rule is, when the mission says patur, the rule is that it's to be understood as patur, it's one is exempt of al-asr, but it's forbidden rabbinically. And there's a machlokas here. If drinking something like tziramurias, you know, Ketchup and and uh, and mayonnaise. We drink may- mayonnaise. Is that going to be um, at least aser midurabanan, which is how many like the Rambam learn? Um, but there are those who say that there is no iser, even iser midurabanan. And uh, you can see the Torah and Beis Yosef on that. So whatever the case is, it's a machlokas. So in the minikasi machmer, and we don't eat anything, even things that aren't uh, normally eaten, and drink anything that normally are drunk.